I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory, and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hi, everybody. Thank you for joining in all around the world for today's what's going to be an amazing episode of Live Your Best Life with, of course, Mila's right. And joining me for today's conversation is a beautiful woman of God. She's so full of love. She is part of the leadership of Bethel Church in Reading, California. She oversees the online school of the Supernatural Ministry. She's a well-loved prophet, really, truly a woman who is an oracle of the Lord's heart. She is really connected to him and helps empower people all over the world to connect to him as well. So it's my honor and joy, and I'm so excited to be able to welcome into the conversation with me today, the one and only Haley Braun. Haley, welcome. Hello, Liz. It's so good to be with you, and it's so good to be with uh, all those that are listening and participating. So it's such a privilege. Oh, my gosh. I'm really excited to have our conversation because I know we're in very similar places in the Lord's heart right now. So Last time you came on to the international mentoring community with us, you brought the most powerful message about how to walk in um, in a mature way, you know, in an authentic way as prophets and as prophetic people. And I know you equip people, like I said, all over the world to be able to do that, how we connect to his heart. But there was a scripture that you brought, Haley, and I just thought that's profound and it's it's uh sobering and it's also empowering it's so full of truth and helps us to know how to walk so i just wanted to start there i'm going to read it so you guys all know what i'm talking about and then i'm going to ask you Haley, if you would just unpack it a little bit like some of the perspective that the lord's given you but it's from 1 samuel 3 and it says eli's sons had become worthless because they did not know god and they did not know the ministry of the priesthood when you spoke that, and I know, I know you went on into the next verse, but when you spoke that, I just thought, gosh, that's so important. We absolutely have to know the heart of God as prophets and as prophetic people. That is what prophecy is, right? It's the revelation, the overflow of what's on the Lord's heart. So will you just unpack that a little bit more for us, Haley? because it's just profound what the perspective you have. Yeah, absolutely. I remember reading that that chapter and I was actually looking for another part of the story. And I was so, it was like I was stopped in my tracks. Mm. Um, one for for the distinction of something being worthless, which is like, oh, that's like a big, scary kind of word. But it, um, you know, we can, if you go into the negative, you kind of get lost there. But actually in the positive, you get to find out what God is looking for, what is worthy, what is worthy to God, what is worthwhile to the Lord. And, um, you know, so often, firstly, in our Christian walk, we can get so caught up in trying to do things, be things, become things. But what God counts as worth is that we know God and that we love people. The ministry of the priesthood was unto the heart of God and to stand in the gap for the people. And you see this in Jesus' ministry where he says, you know, if you love me, like you love me, and then love one another as I have loved you. That the, the two greatest commandments is to love God with all our heart, all our soul, all our strength. And then in turn, we become full of what he loves, which is his people. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think 
you know, we're called a royal priesthood, a holy nation in, in 1 Peter 2, 9. And I, I believe that that is what is on God's heart for the season is that we would remember the simplicity of the call. It's not to build something big. It's not, you know, platforms and ministries. God doesn't, he doesn't um, scorn those. He actually creates them. Why? Because he wants his voice to be trumpeted. But that isn't the first prize. The first prize isn't what we build. The first prize is that our hearts are attuned and aligned with the fact that he is the one that we must know. He is the one that we must love because it is good for us. And then we serve people. And um, I think that that is vital. And I feel like there is a returning uh, there is like a reawakening of us to be reminded of the sufficiency of the um, like we I've been hearing songs about God being enough. And I don't even think enough scratches the surface on the the fullness of what is available in the Lord. And I feel like he is wooing us into this place of being a priesthood who is set apart, who know him, know what he loves, know what he desires, know what he burns for. And in turn, then loves his people and brings them into reconciliation with him. And, you know, um, last thing is that later on in that same chapter, God says, and I will raise up one who will do what is in my heart and in my soul. And his response to this declaration of these young men have lost what it means to be priests in my house. He says, and I will raise up. And he's talking about Samuel. I'm about to raise up a man of God who will know my heart and will do what is in my heart and my soul. And I believe that that is a prophetic declaration over the priests and the prophets of this generation, that the Lord is raising up a generation who will not just know facts, who will not just walk in accuracy, but actually those will be secondary to they will, they will stand in the heart of God and prophesy from his heart because he has become the one that they love. And um, that is the greatest reconciliation the greatest empathy, the greatest power we could ever carry is the heart of God. I can feel, Haley, the, the Lord drawing us into his heart in this time. You know, he's wanting us to go deeper, I think, than maybe any of us have known before. It's just this longing that I can feel in the Lord's heart to be known, you know, to be known by us and to be able to express him, which is his authentic ministry, isn't it? It's the continuation of Jesus <laughs> coming through his body at this time. And there's to be such a pure sound and a pure expression that's to come in this, like you said, it's this generation that's coming through now, isn't it? This invitation is come back to me, come back to yeah. what it's all actually, it's actually all about, which is relational connection with Jesus and expression of his love. So I wanted to ask you, Haley, what are a couple of the keys that you teach that you've found in your life are like the most effective ways to develop the connection, to develop this with the Lord? Yeah, it sounds so simple. And I think this is what we're coming back to. Oh, I could cry is the simplicity of relationship. Yeah, And um, I think it's where we lay our striving and our trying and we, we get to a place of yieldedness, you know, in John 15, it says, remain in me and I in you and you will bear much fruit. He says, apart from me, you can do no thing, not one thing, nothing you can do. And that's so offensive if we are clinging to what we can do. But actually, when we begin to cling to him, we found that we find that he is a fountain that never runs dry, that he is a raging river of love and mercy, that he is a holy fire. We aren't even the fire. He is the fire. He is the oil. He is the wind. And I, I, I feel like it's it's actually quite simple and it's taking our eyes off of our lack 
and yielding our lack to his sufficiency. And um, it's a little bit offensive, if I'm honest, in today's culture where we are full of awareness of ourselves. We know what numbers we are. We know what personality types we are. And I know all of those things about myself. And actually, it's because we, we don't know us. We are having to seek us out tests and coaches and, and all of those things. Again, they're beautiful, but they are tools that ultimately lead us to the one who made us. There is one who knows you better than you know yourself. There is one who has everything you need and it's all in him. And he doesn't hand us a tool to work on ourselves. He doesn't hand us a tool to fulfill our destiny. He gives us himself. He gives us his personhood, his very spirit. And um, the Holy Spirit, he is hes not a ghost or an angel or a thing. He is the spirit of God. And um, he is the third person of the Trinity. He is worthy of affection and worship and adoration. And he is worthy of an invitation. And um, um, I'm sorry, I get so passionate about this because um, he is the one that awakens us to the beauty of Jesus and all of what we are being wooed into his sufficiency. We are being drawn in. It's not us pursuing him in this season. It is him wooing us into what we need. And we don't even know how to ask. And I feel like people are trying to, how do I do it? How do I? And I'm like, you don't even have the question. Neither do I. It's just simply, Lord, there's a hunger in me that couldn't come from myself. It must be the evidence of your hand on my life. And I think it's taking our eyes off of I lack into your hand is wooing me through hunger. That is the evidence of God's work in my life. And so I yield and I say more. Come, Lord Jesus, I give you whatever you want you can have. That is the greatest prayer you can pray. Whatever you want you can have. Lord, I don't know how it is that you would want my life, but you say you do. And so if it is what you want, you can have it. Here it is. And in that moment, we invite the potter to get his hands on us. And when the, the hands of God get on our lives, he will do work that we that would take us years, would take us decades, would take us generations. And he begins to mold us and then he fills us with his glory, which is his personhood. Um, and so those are, it sounds simple, but it's profound and it is powerful and it is so necessary. And it's what he is doing, I really believe. Yeah, I 100% agree. It, it is it is simple, but it is profound. Like you said, this is these are the life-changing keys that we discover. And he's he is simplifying this right now, isn't he? Stripping away everything that's complicated back to being able to just enjoy him. Because at the end of the day, he died for relationship for, you know, you said before, it's the ultimate reconciliation of being able to experience him. I know I'm, I'm like you at the moment. I'm so resensitized by Holy Spirit to the awesomeness of what's actually going on inside of us, which is the fact that the living God is in us by his spirit. And we are able to turn our attention and our affection any moment of the day into him and discover the treasure of who he is more and more, the treasure of his heart. And it's just life-changing, isn't it? Just meditating on that one truth, that the one who created everything can be known by us and wants to be known by us and is inviting us into this extraordinary partnership with him where we flow with the gifts that he's given us, flow in this supernatural capacity to just express him and know him. It's amazing. 
you know, you know, I, I know I said it's simple, but as you were just speaking, I was just thinking how I think I think we have reduced the power of the gospel and the reality of Jesus Christ in us, the hope of glory to something far too small. I, I can't even express it right now, but I mean, in Isaiah, it talks about, he talks about tradition in Isaiah one. It's very painful. Actually, he's starts listing off all these things that he asked for new moon festivals, sacrifices, lambs, goats, all this. And he's saying they have become a burden to me. Your tradition has literally your hearts are cold to me and they have become a burden. The things that I once loved and it's because they had made it into practice and and had lost the wonder and the beauty of what was available. And um, as we come down to the availability of this king of glory, it is mind-blowing how mm -hmm. available this massive, magnificent, powerful God of all ages, seated alone in glory, his availability to us, it is actually, it is so uncomfortable um, that it actually requires a, a simplicity because we cannot grasp it in our humanity, but our spirits, whoo, our spirits are hardwired to grasp this. And when, when we begin to lay down um, what we know and we begin to let the Holy Spirit soften our hearts, it becomes profound what we receive. And yeah. um, we right now in our environment in the last kind of two, three weeks, there's been a move of the spirit that is starting to mark people in such a profound, like a, I had my administrator of our, of our third year environment. I was strapped into my car because I didn't know what to do with her. The encounter was so powerful, but I wow. couldn't leave her in a room where people wouldn't steward it. So I strapped her into my car to steward what God was doing because it was so profound. She couldn't talk. She couldn't move. She was just shaking violently under the power of God. And, and I, all I said was, don't figure out what this is for. Just receive it because it is so beyond it's so simple and so beyond our comprehension when he comes crashing in and it yeah. changes everything. And yeah. that is what I believe God is doing right now. He is rewiring us and realigning us to his heart, to what mm -hmm. he loves. And he is expanding us to carry himself in a greater measure. That is the glory of God. Yeah. Wow. That's just so encouraging. And it's so confirming. You know, I had um, an experience a couple of weeks ago in similar but different. It's marked me. And gee, whew, Holy Spirit. Wow. Holy. Wow. Jesus is taking us, like you're saying, he's taking us into a new experience of him, a new depth. This is the invitation. He's doing it. And um, I've I be I was in worship and I began to experience the Lord as though he was moving towards me physically and what happened what happened inside of me was of the course the holiness and the awe of God came over me and this hunger like you were talking about this divine hunger just came up in me like I thought I was going to I mean die of love and passion and desire and and Everything within me knew there's a different depth of experiencing Jesus that we're being led into now. It's knowing him in his resurrection. Whew. And I felt like we are going to begin to move into 
being equipped to understand something more of what it is in our experience to be the wife of the lamb you know like being prepared for our eternal role who we actually always have been in his heart and he's beginning to draw us into that place of experience now and it's marked me it's changed me I can't properly articulate the depth of what happened to me but it's made me go quieter on the inside and hunger for him and walk in a different measure of holiness but it's like you're saying holy spirit does this to us as we just will give him time we just you know and pay attention to what he's doing on the inside um there's a different, there's a holy invitation happening. And even while you're speaking, Haley, I can feel it. I'd just love to take a minute right now, actually, and just pray. Yes. Just pray. And if you guys are feeling this, I want to, this is really a holy moment It's happening. I would really, um, I'd really encourage you all just, if this is you and this is speaking to you right now, just begin to respond to the Lord's heart. Yes. Can I just ask you to pray, yes. Haley? I mean, I can feel it. The Lord's yes. going to take people in right yes, now thanks, to this new level. Yes, we thank you. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you. Oh, God, we thank you for your work. We thank you for your ways. We thank you for your heart. We thank you that this has been your dream all along from the very beginning. We thank you that you have authored this story, God, and we're not adding you to our story. We are getting in to your story. It is the greatest story of history, the greatest love story that has ever been written, and it's one where a king is wooing his bride into union and communion with him in such fullness that there is no separation. And God, I pray, Lord, for a sensitivity to your presence. I pray for a sensitivity to the wooing of your heart and a sensitivity to recognizing the seed form of what is being deposited. Um, I see the Lord right now. He's taking your eyes off of your lack and he's putting it on your hunger. Hunger is the evidence of the move of the Holy Spirit. The fact that you are listening right now says that you are hungry for something more than what you could do. And that is evidence of the work of God. And Lord, I pray that there would be a cry that would rise in your people that would say, God, we see what you're doing and we ask for more. God, we join with the cry of the spirit and we, the bride joins in and we say, come Lord Jesus, come Lord Jesus, the cry of the intermingling of the Holy Spirit and his beloved, come Lord Jesus. And God, I pray right now that you would awaken us, Lord. I thank you that that's what prophets do. They awaken us to what the Lord is doing, to what the kingdom is doing. And right now, I pray for eyes to see, for ears to hear, and for hearts to perceive that there would be a greater sensitivity in our beings to what the Lord is doing. And God, I pray for more right now. There is a holy fire beginning to rest on some of you as you're listening. I see a woman in her living room. You're sitting on a gray sofa. You've got, uh, you're a brunette and the Lord is beginning to touch you on your couch right now with the fire of God. And he's going to begin to uh, take, he's going to begin to take things that you've been offering to him and he's going to set them ablaze. And God, I thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you for how you're setting uh, uh, marriages ablaze right now. People's hearts ablaze, hungry hearts in Jesus name. Some of you are going, I wish you'd call me out. And the Lord's calling you out right now. You don't even need to hear your, your name being called out. He's calling you out. And he is coming to touch you with a holy fire. We thank you, Lord. We say yes. We say yes. <laughs> wow. To the joy of the invitation. We say yes. We say yes to you. Let the river of God come and flow. Bring us the joy that is overflowing. 
Yeah, in Jesus' name. Wow. We agreeing. Oh my gosh, the presence of Holy Spirit right now. And as you were just praying then, Haley, what I could see was so many of you guys where would where that gap, that internal sensation of separateness is strong inside of us, the cares of this world, we feel oppressed, we feel buffeted around by the demonic and just the pressures of life. And it creates a sensation of separateness. And I could see as Haley was praying then that you just beginning to rest into the arms of Jesus inside of you by his spirit right now. And you were that that reality gap, that sensation of separateness was disappearing and you were just sinking into the experience of him, into the reality of your union. And that, wow, to be able to live from the joy and the fulfillment and the strength of being in Christ. Wow. Wow. In tune with his heart, in tune with his mind, having his wisdom and his heart on every matter that you're then partnering with him to touch. Wow. So we just agree. We agree. I thank you, Jesus, for all sense of separateness from the heart of God, now leaving your life, leaving your experience. And we thank you, Jesus, that that ignition, that experience of your love for each one of us would be their experience today. That they would move forward convinced of your love for them and others. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> and then it's, the hunger is going to increase. It's just going to increase because it's like you said, Haley, this is divine grace to draw us into his heart draw us into this next level of knowing him and expressing him the pure sound that's coming forth thank you jesus amen oh my gosh Haley, i could flow and pray with you and prophesy and oh, for hours it's so good to have time with you it's so wonderful to be thank here. you for being on Thank you for being on with us today. And guys, thank you for giving us your precious time too. And if you can, just as you switch us off, just stay with him. Let this be authentic movements of your heart today as you're saying yes to him, as this is witnessing to you. You're, it's, he's taking you to a different place, a different depth of relationship with him. So have an amazing week. We love you. Look forward to being with you again next Monday. God bless. Bye. Hi, if you really enjoyed today's show and you want to go deeper with Jesus and experience his love and his presence more than you ever have, then I have a present for you, a free gift. If you want to jump over to experiencinggodslove.com and just click on and sign up, then you will receive one of my teaching videos that I have created especially for you that will not only give you a few keys just very, very quickly that you can uh, utilize in your daily walk with the Lord, um, but also I'm going to take you there as well. So it's an activation. So yeah, so jump over to experiencinggodslove.com and you are going to be so blessed. <laughs>